Hey, day after election, and were we in a good mood? Oh, you bet. <laughs> we were. See, we didn't get the sleep that those who were counting ballots in uh, in Pennsylvania apparently got. They took nappy nap last night. Um, we didn't. Uh, so we weren't in the greatest of moods, but we felt better about ourselves once we introduced Bill O'Reilly. Uh, he was in even um, a less Disney-like mood than we were. Today's show you don't want to miss. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. For those who think that there is no upside, uh, I want you to know Corey Bush, the BLM activist. Mm. She's uh, been sent to Congress uh, by Missouri. Congratulations on that one. Um, Oregon, if you thought they had lost control and they didn't make any sense, uh, they have voted to decriminalize possession of all drugs, including smack. Heroin, crack, uh, meth. Well, here's a a good reaction to that kind of crisis they had. Where you know the entire city was being torn up every night. Well, you, what if what if you what if we just decriminalized all drugs? That might. <laughs> well, it's you bring. know what it's like painkillers. It doesn't actually stop the pain. Mm. You just don't care as much. Okay, yeah. You're like mm, my arm has been cut off, uh, yeah, but well. I'm really kind of enjoying this little high I'm on right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> Plus, I got so, another arm. Yeah. So it's so, so it's kind of like that. You're like ah, the state's on fire. Let's give yeah. everybody a little heroin. Uh, I think that will work out. Louisiana amendment says there's no constitutional right to abortion. Um, So that's good. But really, it only comes into play if the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade, which isn't going to happen. Uh, Sarah McBride has become the first uh, transgender state senator in U.S. history. So congratulations to Sarah McBride. And I don't like mcbride what are you implying there what are you implying there mm. gender uh, gender is that gender yeah pride that's not that's gender normative stuff yeah thank, thank you, I you won't abide it. and when i won't I th- abide it. when i think of mcbride i think of mcdonald's which yeah. is a giant oh. corporation that i'm allowed still to hate because they kill cows and serve burgers uh other giant mm-hmm. corporations were just going to ignore Okay. okay, we'll just ignore all those that are trying right. to take control of everybody's life and violate everything liberals said they were for. We'll ignore those, but <laughs> McDonald's has got to go. <laughs> uh, going through this uh, this map here, Pat, because you you were just talking about this off the air, Michigan being a very important state. Super important. If you give Arizona to Biden and Nevada to Biden, which mm-hmm. it looks like that's the way it's going. Yep. Wisconsin to Biden, which it looks like that's the way it's going. Yep. And if Biden holds on and wins Michigan. Now you can get aggressive with Trump and say Trump holds on to Georgia, which is in doubt. North Carolina, I think Trump is going to win. We'll give him that. Give him Pennsylvania. Yeah, it looks like he's going to win Pennsylvania. He's that's, up by 10 still. But that's going to keep narrowing all day. All day and all week, honestly. I, that, that I don't think you're going to know. USA I think today. they have 10 days. I think they have 10 days. And, yeah, it's gonna, it, that's going to be. A, they'll find those votes. Damn, I just found this one in the, <laughs> in the, in the seat. We were checking the cushions mm-hmm. for coins and ballots. And there were 17 million ballots <laughs> yeah. all for Biden. Right. Wow. It's How just weird. It's, just it's lucky. weird. This is lucky. <laughs> yeah. But if you do everything I just yeah. said, it's Biden 270, Trump 268. Oh, man. 
Oh, man. Is that, uh, so is that's that, close to what the White House thought it was going to be. The White House was looking. They were internally talking about 268 Biden and 270, 270 Trump. Trump or 272 Trump. That's me giving, by the way, Maine's second district to Trump, which it, I think he's going to win. But it, he's lost Nebraska's second district. If you flipped that one, you're at 269, 269. Does that include giving him Pennsylvania, too? Uh, yeah, that's Trump, Trump, Trump. in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, so he has to win Michigan. Or Wisconsin or something else. This is a fraud. Yeah. It is. It is. And that's (laughs) Donald Trump just checking in. Here, let me do it again. Let me just do it. Please just do that again. And just let me, if you're watching Blaze TV, I have a giant I love the cutout. This is a fraud. And he's pointing with his his tiny little hands to Stu. This is a fraud. fraud. It kind of looks, this is what it would look like, I feel like. I don't think his head is quite that big, but uh, it's it's a nice, it's a good investment though, Glenn. uh, The giant Trump head. You know who bought that? I don't. My wife. Really? My wife comes home from the Trump store with the giant Trump Wait, head. the Trump store? And I'm like, where's the yeah. Trump store? Uh, I don't know. She knows where it is. I did the same thing. There's a Trump store. She's like, <laughs> yeah, dummy, of course there is. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I mean, now it's like, you know. I, I haven't been to the Trump store. She, I, uh, yeah, you can uh, buy. Well, you can buy things like this. Huh. Giant uh, I like Trump heads. Yeah, and, that's great. Uh, what she thought we were going to do with a giant Trump head, I'm not really sure. But uh, but you've managed to. Well, I've managed in, to. Well, I got to write it. I got to write it off. I got to write it <laughs> off. So anyway, you were saying, Stu. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't even know anymore. Um, I, I think uh, it's go- what I'm saying is this could still be. It could go either way. It is not over. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's no re. I, we need to, if there's going to be fraud, right, you need to have evidence of the fraud, and we may very well uncover evidence of the fraud. It's important to understand, though, well, just but, because Trump was ahead in the in these counts, mm. it was told, it was absolutely part of the plan to count these votes as as the no, days I went know on. That. I know that. It's just a matter of, you know, how, how many we're going right, to find. Right. When we may find that they're they're doing all these shenanigans, it's no. very possible, which is why, how by the way, dare you? we Twitter all ban a- him. <laughs> Ban him. It's why we fought against a lot of these rules and, uh-huh. and these why these rules are dumb and uh-huh. this shouldn't happen again. This is Did Michigan stupid. change their mind on waiting two weeks for the mail-in ballots to come in? Uh, because are we going to have to wait two weeks to find out who wins Michigan? Mm-hmm. This is why. I think on. this is why. No, Michigan was. The, we're supposed thought, to count them last night. Yeah, I thought Michigan's Michigan. supposed to be done today by noon, okay. I think. Um, Here's what I have on Michigan. It's going to take a few days. Earliest absentee uh, ballots can be processed is November 2nd, which likely does not give enough day to count them all by election night. Secretary of State estimates that it could take until Friday, November 6th for all ballots to be counted and a winner to be declared. Mm -hmm. Margins will probably shift toward Democrats in the days after November 3rd as mail votes are added to the results. So that one we do expect, and it's that's what's happened overnight, right? I mean, when I went to bed, Trump was still leading in, in Michigan. Now he's a slight underdog. But again, we don't, you know, you can't predict these votes. You can't say. I know, there's, there's, <laughs> just, an, there's just as likely a chance that they're going to find a whole bunch it's of not finding. Trump. <laughs> they, they were already uh-huh. in the system. They have to count them. But it's not well, except in, no, wait, except in Georgia where that mm-hmm. pipe burst. 
And they had it's to the get crumbling the, infrastructure. It is. That's what it is. It is. It is. And yeah. you know what? Trump never did do infrastructure week. No, so that's you know it. This is on him. This you know what's weird is, is there's no pipe bursting seemingly in any Republican district where they're keeping the ballots. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I know. I know. Uh, now, just, I'm, I'm only 56 years old. So, I mean... I'm sure this in the entire history of voting on the entire planet, I'm sure there are other times, but it's in my lifetime. I've never seen Mm -hmm. anything like this. And have we ever seen, Oh, they just found a whole mailbag full of Reagan votes. Uh, that was a, <laughs> no, 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 we've no, never, never heard that. They, oh, never. we just look at this bag I found of George W. Bush votes. <laughs> but again, it's seven no, these million are not, votes. No, wait a minute. Hang on, just a second. That will happen. <laughs> I think that could happen sometime now. in the future. Yeah, yes, where they find, now. oh my gosh, <laughs> Reagan votes. We just found them, but it never will happen. No, you know, uh, no. within forty years like of the election. Tomorrow, they're not going to say in Michigan, oh my gosh. Here's a whole treasure trove of Trump votes. Right. right. They might say. They're not going to. Oh, my gosh. Here is a whole treasure trove of Dewey votes. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, could happen. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. There is a distinction, however, of uh-huh. finding bags of votes and counting the vote that came in. Right. Yes, so there that, is. That there needs is. to be done. And this is the real problem for me. Um, I have no problem. Florida got it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have... I have no problem if you are counting them and you say, we're going to need an extra six hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. An extra 12 hours for Michigan. That's reasonable. An extra nine days. It's not Come reasonable on. because of not the reasonable. way the law is structured, though. Like, you can't expect, you know, some county just to, to, to be able to get through every single vote when you don't allow them to count it in advance. Yeah, well, that's allow, stupid. Uh, exactly. That's and that's, stupid. That, that has got to so change. Here's what happens mm-hmm. is, and it will. Believe me, they will make sure this can <laughs> never happen again as soon as Biden is in. Oh, um, the, the, um, the amazing thing to me is that... We are sitting here, and this is why I think people are going to be frustrated with this. I had to vote. I had to get there on time. Mm-hmm. I had to get my ballot. I somehow or another did it, and my state somehow or another could count them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah. I don't understand. You know, if this was truly a problem, then you would have a problem in an equal number or even a close number of states that you know, had millions of ballots like Florida come in, you would have an equal or a close number of states of Republican states doing that as well. Why is it we're just having problems in these these states that just seem to be run by Democrats or in the case of uh, Georgia, it was only the city of Atlanta. Well, it was mm-hmm. it was only the county that's run by Democrats. That's the I only mean, look, place. The 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 pipe when burst. Democrats have the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. What they do is set up the laws so that they are the least restrictive possible. When right. Republicans, by the way, have the opportunity, they set them up the way is the most respect uh, restrictive. And the reason for that is, in reality, in the reason for the, that is because they think both sides think that will help them win more. <laughs> That is why they both do it. And so that is where we are, right? Like Mm -hmm. these, you know, look, there's no problem. We all know that these, that, that, that no state is called 
in reality right now, right? Like in reality, election boards do these calls that happens later. Yeah. We are talking about media calls. Mm-hmm. And because they don't, because these laws are set up in the worst way possible for us to understand where the vote is and where it's coming from and how many are left, it makes it very difficult for the American people to understand and have faith in the system. And that is a really important thing. You set up rules this way, even if all of this, I mean, even if all of this is completely on the up and up, which it may be, it's possible. It's impossible for the American people not to have a, 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 a huge and understandable question about the way this stuff happens. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of the stuff we're talking well, not about in Pennsylvania, in, but no, seriously, <laughs> well, they don't have any in pipes pe- in Pennsylvania. No, so. in Pennsylvania, as you yes. said, it's, you know, not exactly up to date technology right now. The Amish are counting. Mm-hmm. And please, if you're anywhere near these uh, these Amish counting centers, <laughs> you know, what's happening right now is like, you know, you're hearing a voice of a woman saying Jebediah, Jebediah, and then Jebediah says, oh, Rebecca, I have lost count again. <laughs> Uh, and so then it's just, that's why it's going to take 14 days, mm-hmm. uh, because he has to do it all on pencil and paper and in his head. Plus and he's got to go out and churn the butter for exactly a while. Exactly right. <laughs> and that damn Rebecca just won't shut up. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. We have Steve Dace here who was. A little irritated uh, last night. Hmm. Uh, if you think I'm irritated today, I am like a peace, love, and hippie guru at an airport <laughs> compared to Steve Dace. <laughs> Steve joins us now. Hi, Steve. Gentlemen, good morning. As Ringo Starr would say, peace and love. Right. Peace and love. Um, I'm guessing your mood has not improved much since 2 a.m. No, it has not. <laughs> uh, in the slightest. Right. Okay. Uh, how are you feeling about the numbers and the way things are going? What's happening here is the same people that brought you fake news fake Russian collusion, fake rape allegations against Brett Kavanaugh, fake Ukrainian collusion, fake COVID doomsday models, fake polls have now brought you a fake election. This isn't about numbers and it's not about specifics. It was about, this is the third and final stage of a plan. And this is a coup. That's what's going on here. And I, 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 just uh, read what uh, Bill Stepien, the president's campaign manager, said, and he offered some very specific numbers. And here is what this is about now. This is Crips versus Bloods. It is a street fight now. Uh, Newt Gingrich advising the president to go to the Republican Congress is, 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 is like going to the drugstore and buying condoms after she tells you she's pregnant. They won't help you at all. Uh, the Republicans uh, want to be rid of him. They want to be rid of his base. They hate him and his base. They will be no help. In fact, even if they wanted to, you wouldn't want their help because they're the apple dumpling gang. Right now, you want your own team on the street, on the ground in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, any states, hand-to-hand combat, and it's a brawl. And that ought to be Donald Trump's uh, happy place, much more than the nuances of the halls of Congress. That's what's going on now. So um, 
give me some specifics that show you that this is a coup. Not that I, I don't disagree with your premise at all, but do we have the evidence that they have already cooked the books? Because the evidence that I see right now is the, the hey, we all had to go to sleep last night. We couldn't, we couldn't finish counting. That's inexcusable. Uh, and yeah. something I've never seen before. But do you have any numbers that show anything? Well, how about the fact that he that, that Joe Biden needed to win about seventy five percent of the rem- uh, Hugo Chavez like number in in Wisconsin with less with with not even all of the the votes counted. They're saying he actually won like eighty to eighty plus percent of that remaining vote. Um, look at what happened in Virginia last night, and we were talking about this right before we went off the air. And this was my first sign. You know, we had we had three we had three phases of this election last night. The first phase was Trump had to prove he was in the game. He did that in Florida. The second phase he had to prove was there's a path for him and more than one to get to 270. He did that. Well, then we entered the third phase, what I called last night, blue state chicanery. And Virginia is an excellent example. Yet Fox News with their voter suppression. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, calls. That, that's the word we're going with, I guess, today. Uh, Fox News and, and others calling Virginia right away. And yet Trump is leading in the raw data, raw data total the entire time. And then at about 1130 uh, central time last night, uh, there was a report uh, from the Fox affiliate there in Fairfax County that they had overcounted Joe Biden's sample by 100,000 votes. In and then when we in left Fairfax, last night, in Fairfax, yeah, in Fairfax County, which is which is the wealthy upscale right county where all the government workers work there. Yeah, I mean, right? it's it's as it's as blue as California. Right. But this isn't but this isn't some, you know, well, you know, it's the inner it's Wayne County, Detroit. And, you know, it's that's not what Fairfax County is. Right. And and they they had a hundred thousand vote error. And then when we went off the air last night at 2 a.m., they still had not updated the secretary of state's office one time. Now, this is the 21st century. This is, this is an era where we can track anybody down we want. We can, we can, everybody's concerned about their data being stolen. Everybody's concerned about being tracked everywhere they go. And Florida, with the third highest population in America, the most contested state in the, of the last 50 years in presidential elections, they got this thing all wrapped up by 10 o'clock last night. And the rest of these states can't figure it out in the middle of the night. And it just so happens when they all shut down, Donald Trump is ahead. And when you wake up, oh, by golly, them's the breaks. He's just suddenly behind in every single one of these states. Here's my evidence. Who does the counting? The same people. They lie to us about everything. They've been lying to us about everything this entire time. And this is, it's like the same people that gave you the IHME models are the same ones that are counting these votes. Are you comfortable at this time? Because everything you say right now, I agree with. However, uh, I don't think I could prove it. I have a bunch of feelings. I have a a long string of things that I've never seen before. Um, But, you know, the most compelling thing you said to me was uh, 80% of the vote went for Biden uh you know uh at the very end the 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 votes that uh, came in at the very end that they 
you know, they found it hadn't been uh, counted yet. Eighty percent went for Biden. That's just not that's not plausible. No, no. What you just described is what we would call in a criminal proceeding prima facie evidence, meaning that there's evidence that an investigation is worthy. It may come up with nothing. But it just means it's more evidence than putting Julie Swetnick on national television. Let me tell you that. It's, it's prima facie evidence that something nefarious has happened. But here's the problem. Who would, who would adjudicate this? The Republicans who voted 50 times to repeal Obamacare when they needed our votes and then didn't do it? John Roberts, who says in the Supreme Court, it's uh, a state exchange. Is this not a state exchange when it's a federal exchange setting up the state exchange? And Obamacare is not a tax, but a mandate that's a tax even though the Obama administration said it's not a tax. To whom would we go, Glenn? To whom would we go to have a fair, honest hearing so we can all find out what the actual result was? Would it be the transgendered health secretary of the state of Pennsylvania and the sociopathic governor there? Where would we go to get a real hearing to find out once and for all so we could come together later as a nation and say eventually... We have to put this behind us and take our kids to Little League and school. To whom would we go? To what appeal? Would it, Fox News and their voter suppression in Arizona last night, you know, conservative media gatekeeper. Where would we go, brother? Where would we go to get the closure you're asking for? I don't know where we would go. Whom is a fair and impartial juror here? Can you name somebody? Okay, so I again, I agree with your feelings. I agree with your premise See, I don't think it's a feeling. It's an observation. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, that's... Uh, you're right, you're right. We're in. You're right, you're right. And I agree with where do you go. Now, since our job is not just us require... You know, doesn't require us to only state the problem, where do we go? What do we do, Steve? This is my fear, Glenn. It's been my fear for the last six months in this election is that we're dealing with forces at work in this country who want a civil war. And I don't want one, Glenn. I make a good living. It ain't as good as yours, and I'm not in the Hall of Fame, brother, but I ain't poor by any stretch. I make a good living. I've got three great kids, a nice wife. You know, I want to go home to them. You know, I I got a call from my daughter last night. Her store she manages was like third in the whole company nationwide for sales. I want to go home and, and kiss her and give her a hug. I don't want to do this. But there are nefarious forces at work in this culture that want to remove all the norms, want to remove all the institutions that our founders gave us so that we could have these brawls civilized in a civilized manner. And then one side clearly won and one side clearly lost. And if it was you on the losing end, you went back and got them the best you could next time. And it was on to be in America the next few years. And we'll fight it out again at the next election. These people want to undo this country. They're deconstructionists. They're stained glass window shatterers. And they want to take all of this away so that the people who own all the guns and your audience and mine feel as if they have no alternative, therefore, but to take the law into their own hands. We don't have a political party that represents us. We don't have a court system we can trust. And that's why so many people turned to somebody like Donald Trump to begin with, Mm -hmm. is they thought with his money, he was independent of the system, that he would fight for us. And now you look at what's happening right now. Where's Mitch McConnell still silent? Where's Kevin McCarthy still silent? Where's your where's all your Republican senators and congressmen silent, standing by like Pontius Pilate, waiting for the Democrat Party to do the deed, sing at their grimy, golem little hands back all over this poor, pathetic excuse for a political party. We keep bailing out to try to bail ourselves out. 
because we know that if the Republican Party fails, the last step we probably have is lock and load. And we don't want to do that. But these leftists, they want us to. They want that. They want the end of the country. And they're trying to provoke the Bolsheviks versus the Mensheviks out in St. Petersburg Square as we speak. I wish you were more passionate. Uh, uh, Steve, thank you. Uh, for last night. Thank you for uh, your analysis. You were spot on last night. Uh, I thought I thought you were great and you have been really, really good. And you've done your homework, I believe, on covid and on uh, the election. Um, I, I, I actually have a couple of things that I need to address uh, today. I'm going to try to see if we have time on the other side of the break to hit one of those things but there is an out there is an answer for this and uh and it's vital that we all do it and i'll talk about that here in a second uh we'll talk to you later St- uh, steve thank you so much by the way this yeah, steve dace uh, program is uh, heard right after this program uh and i think today is probably one of those shows you don't want to miss the Steve Dace uh, Show on Blaze TV and Blaze Radio. Join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save today. Blaze TV. The best of the Glenn Beck program. One of the guys who is going in to uh, fight, and I just, I love his story. Um, A guy who uh, is now going to be the youngest representative in Congress. He's from North Carolina's 11th district. His name is Madison Cawthorn. Madison, how are you? I'm doing great, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me back on. You bet. I, uh, you know, I'm really pissed uh, because... Uh, look at you. I mean, you look fit and trim and everything else. I look like a big fat cow. You are, you are young, uh, successful and nothing seems to stop you. That's, it's fantastic. Well, Glenn, I just, I have a, a never quit attitude, but I'll tell you this campaign made sure to make me fat. So I'm, uh, (laughs) so let me ask you, um, you are going in, are you concerned at all about, uh, losing your soul when you get there? That, that, that place has a real, uh, affinity of, of collecting souls. You know, that's what I hear. So uh, obviously I, I want to instantly, my need your reaction would be to say, no, I'm not afraid of losing my soul just because I know who I am. I've got a great base to rely on. Uh, but I do realize that there is a, a, a danger in Washington, D.C. So I'll be very cognizant of it. I've got a great team around me. And I know that we'll be able to uh, to hopefully take the soul from Washington, D.C. because we need to re-put some uh, some morals, some values, and some some freedom-loving fighters in Washington D.C. May I make a suggestion to you? I was thinking about you this morning uh, as I was, you know, reading the news, and I I saw you were coming on today, and I I thought you you should write a letter to your future self that uh, says, "Hey, dude, remember who you are." And make a promise to yourself that you won't dismiss it. 
because as you get older and possibly start to get lost, if you've made a promise to yourself of I will read this and I will remember who I who I am and you give it to your wife so she can stick it in your face. Uh, it is, uh, I, I think you're the kind of guy that could save himself because it happens to all of us. We, we get to a certain place and if we're, if we're not prepared for it and we don't have, uh, you know, the, the right mindset, we'll just dismiss it. No, but I know so much more now, or I can, if I can just do this, I can gain more power and then I can really do good. Well, Glenn, I think that's a, that's a great point. There's always so many people who just say, well, you know, I, I'm willing to do a little bad to do a, a significant amount of good. But as I said, and you know, you and I have talked significantly about my, my faith and uh, kind of my, my background and what I believe in. And I'll tell you, you know, fortunately, my spine is reinforced with titanium. So I, love it. I know it's not going to bend or break from the, uh, the, the powers that be. But I will tell you, Glenn, I, I think that's a great idea to write a letter to myself because – the person I am right now is completely indebted to the people I get to represent. And I think that's what we're missing in Washington, D.C. All yeah. these career politicians who believe in self over service. And we have to fight against that. Uh, tell me what's happening in South Carolina. Is, is, is Trump going to win South Carolina? You know, I don't know much about North, South Carolina. I mean, I'm sorry. sorry. North Carolina. See, you're North Carolina. Be an old dragon. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> North Carolina. Uh, up here in North Carolina, I'll tell you, we are seeing record turnout in Western North Carolina. Uh, I think our campaign was able to bring a lot of new people to come in to the Big Tent Party with the Republicans, and we were able to uh, carry a lot of votes here in the mountains. Uh, but I'll tell you, anecdotal evidence and empirical evidence I have from this state suggests that President Trump is going to carry it handily. I believe he will win this state, and if he does, I think I, that uh, does give him the next step on his path to victory, Glenn. Well, what do you think about what's going on? Because we just saw Joe Biden, who doesn't even know what, what his, uh, his son, Bo, who's passed away, may rest in peace, uh, doesn't even know where he was uh, elected, what he was doing inside of that mm -hmm. state, doesn't know who his granddaughter is. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you, it's a scary prospect to think that that is the president I could be serving in Congress under. Uh, what? How much can you resist a president and, and not be like the Democrats who were just really uh, the the anti-Trump party throughout the last four years? I have to tell you, um, uh, you don't resist the person per se, uh, and uh, as long as you don't make it personal, I think you're fine. But you know, I, I think the Democrats are controlled now, and I, this is nothing against them. This happens. Uh, I think the Democratic Party is controlled by the Uber Left, and everything the Uber Left stands for is evil. It is evil what is happening, and uh, it, you know, if you remain clean and stand in the purifying fire of truth, you're going to be okay. And you must stand against evil. You have to. Indeed. You know, I, I always talk about harken back to, you know, I wasn't even alive. But, you know, I hear about these JFK Democrats. You know, Democrats you can sit down and have a discussion with. Sure. You might have a disagreement, but you can both move forward and know that you're trying to make a better country. But that's not what we have today. I mean, the, the uber left has taken command of the Democratic Party. Uh, it, you know, I, I blame the establishment on the right a little bit for allowing that to oh, yeah. rise up. 
Uh, but, you know, I, I do believe that that is something that has got to be fought against. You're, you're absolutely right. It's evil. And it's trying to take away the future of our future generations. And that's a, that's something that, that is so sad, so sickening. They These people hate America. I can't believe that there are people who actually elect them to office. So what do you hope to accomplish? Well, you know what? I, I, I have got, you know, obviously two fronts that we're going to have to fight on. One is the policy battle. So, you know, I think we've got to work on getting closer to fiscal responsibility, you know, maybe develop a 15, a 20 year plan to get us back to a balanced budget. Uh, two, you know, we really need health care reform in this country. The rules were written in 1942. Uh, the, the free markets never touch the health care system. I think it needs to really be allowed to flourish within health care. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I think the culture battle right now is so important. The divisiveness we see in our country, you know, we're having a fight against this uber left. I hope we can defeat that liberal ideology so we can really heal this partisan divide that we have in our country. Now, I think it's time for Americans to start coming together again. Well, I think we will when we aren't battling um, whether the country is uh, wicked and should be destroyed because it's always been a tool of of racism we can't come together until we can agree that that this country has made mistakes like all countries but it is the constitution is the tool to make a more perfect nation not a perfect one a more perfect nation Uh, and then we're all working together and striving for the same things Right now, you have people, I mean, Lindsey Graham said it best, and I can't believe I'm quoting him on this because he's not my favorite person by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but he, he said it right. Uh, you people want power so badly. You will do anything for it. And I pray to God you never get it. Well, they may be getting it. Uh, and... Uh, uh, that that's when, when you're willing to do anything for the power and tear this country apart limb from limb because it's it's just inherently racist. We don't we can't sit down and have a cup of coffee with those people because we don't have anything to agree with uh, to agree on. Um, are you are you concerned at all about the Republican Party? I mean, the Republicans seemed uh, seem a little quiet today. Uh, I don't see anybody on television. I don't see anybody saying we're here by your side, Mr. President. He seems to be fighting alone. Uh, Well, I'll tell you, that's not true. I am right by President Trump's side. I think he is the best hope for our future. Uh, You know, I I personally really do like President Trump. Uh, But I'll tell you, I was not voting for President Trump when I voted uh, on the Republican side of the ticket. I was voting for an ideology. Because, you know, I think that's what was on the on the ballot this November uh, yesterday was ideologies. One is it's going to say you have to kneel to the state. You have to kneel to the mob. They're going to tell you when and where you can go to church. They're going to tell you what your children can learn in school. They'll tell you if you can open your business or not. Or, you know, on the side that I like to vote on with Rep- President Trump and then the person who I'm fighting in the trenches with right now. Uh, I genuinely believe that in that, uh, that ideology, we kneel only to our God and we stand for our flag. And that is a that that's a party I'm proud to be a part of because it's it's loving, it's compassionate, but it's also fierce and ready to fight. I wish I could be there when you take the uh, the oath, because, you know, a lot of people take that and it doesn't mean much to them. But I know when you raise your hand and you say, I will protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. I know you mean that. And uh, 
you provide a lot of people with real hope. Thank you. Well, Glenn, it's an honor to get to come back on your show, sir. I'll, I will tell you, I know that you'll probably be very busy uh, covering all of the people swearing in on January 4th, but you are absolutely invited to my swearing in. I'd be honored uh, to have you there. I may take you up on that. I may take you up on that. God bless you, and, uh, and stay humble. We need you. Thank you. Na, 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 na.